Amen. Peace, no fear. No fear, but peace in the pandemic. Amen. Um, it seems as if, as you look at the news, as you look around, it seems to me that it is a repeat of last year's outbreak. It just seems like a cycle. I always look for familiar things. And what I see is happening now, saints, I see a cycle. It seems like God has chosen to keep us in the midst of all of this. Amen. Um, when you think there is hope in view, amen, it seems like things are getting worse. But just because things in your life or things around you and in this pandemic is getting worse, it does not mean that God is asleep. It does not mean that you cannot possess the peace of God. And when I started uh, the series this Christmas season on the Advent, I talked about the birth of Jesus. And I believe that it's appropriate place to go back to find peace. And so if you have your Bibles, go to the book of Luke. And we're there in Luke chapter 2. And I want to talk about this peace that we must possess. And um, if you look at it, in verse 8, we find that Luke, chap Luke records the birth of Jesus. We find in verse 8, it says, And in the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. These shepherds who had been out there for a long time, years upon years, they did not know that this would be the time that God would bring or reveal something so amazing. Can I tell you what's happening in the backdrop of this story? Right? Um, people are going about their business. They're living their lives. They're doing life as regular. They did not know that this season would be the season that God has chosen to send his son to earth. To bring not just hope. The last time I talked to you about hope, tonight I talked to you about what? Peace. And so if I were to say, if I were to give you a point tonight about these shepherds. Listen, here's the thing. If you want to have peace, you cannot stop watching and waiting and anticipating and expecting. So you have to expect so if I were to say my first point would be this, that pre peace brings out, brings out your best for God. Peace brings out your best, amen, for God. Because when you have the peace of God, 
You will want to give God your what? Your best because you understand that nobody can make you feel the way you do in the midst of what we're facing right now. And in the midst of what we're facing right now, we find that this shep these shepherds, they were keeping watch over the flock when? By night. The text is very clear of the timing, the place, the position, and what they were doing. But if I were to say anything to you tonight, I want to say this to you tonight, saints. Vision Church, those watching online, uh, visitors, friends, family, listen, keep watching. Don't ever give up on God's peace. The Bible says that the peace of God will guard your heart and mind, what? In Christ Jesus. But let's read on. It says, and an angel of the Lord, watch this, we're going to go all the way to 15. An angel of the Lord did what? See, if you keep watching, now they're watching over the flock. They had no clue. They had no idea. See, who knows that in the midst of your storm right now, somebody's going through some turbulence right now, God's peace will show up. But it should bring out the best in you. See, your waiting shouldn't be about frustration. Your waiting should be about God, lend me your peace right now. The peace that I can't understand. The peace that I need to keep me in the midst of what I'm facing right now. Because what I'm facing right now may cause me to go in the opposite direction. Come on and help me. You see, this pandemic, listen, we're getting ready for another wave. The wave is here, okay? Let's just say it's here. All right? And what I want you to do is I don't want you to be careless. I want you to be prepared. All right? So whatever you do, learn how to restrain yourself. Learn how to deny yourself. Hello, somebody. You may want to go somewhere. You may want to do something. You may feel restricted or you may feel locked up or locked in. But remind yourself, ask God, Lord, grant me your peace. How many need his peace tonight? Peace of God brings out your best for God. But look at this. It says an angel of the Lord suddenly stood. Amen. Suddenly stood where? Huh? All right. And, the, and what happens? And the glory of the Lord what? Shun around them. And they were terribly frightened, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. Behold, I bring you what? I'll tell you, neighbor, I got good news. See, not only does the peace of God brings out the best in you, but the peace of God brings good news to you. And here's the good news. You ready? Trouble doesn't last always. Weeping may endure for a night. Come on, somebody. You're not always going to be the underdog. You're not always going to be down. See, the peace of God brings you good news. Look what he says. He says, good news Watch this, of the glory of the Lord shone around them. And that's something powerful too. Because when you have the peace of God, you can sit in his presence and bask in his glory. Do I have anybody? And that's what I found out about God. I found out that when, you have, when you're at peace with whatever he has allowed, 
you can experience his glory. And you know what I told you the word glory means, right? Doxo, the word means heavy. When God is heavy on you, when he's leading on you and you can't even lift your hands because his glory is so heavy upon your life that you have no other option but to sit in his presence. Oh, Lord, I thank you for your peace. You see, you see, here's the thing, y'all. Here's the thing. With all the chaos that's going on, it can cause us to lose ourselves. It can cause you to go buy up all the toilet paper and go buy up all the, all the food in the store and all that kind of stuff. But when you got the peace of God, you ain't got to do all that. When you, got, when you have the peace of God and the glory of God and the presence of God and good news from God, come on, somebody, that's all tied into God's peace. These angels, these angels suddenly stood before them. And the Bible says, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which, which will be for who people? For all the people. Can I tell you something? This peace is not just for some people. It's for all people. And says, for today in the city of David, there will be born to you a savior who is who? Christ the Lord. I'm trying to talk about Jesus. Can I tell you something? I want to help you. There's no peace without Christ. Listen, there's no peace without Jesus. Money can't buy you peace. Success can't buy you peace. New Year's resolution can't buy you peace. But Christ, he can give you peace. So not only does the peace of God bring out the best of you, but the second thing I see here is the peace brings obedience to God. Watch the text. Watch the text. It says, and this will be the sign you will find, a baby wrapped in cloths and laying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts doing what? Doing what? Praising God. So what else does God's peace bring to you? Hmm? Praise See, here's the exciting part about having God's peace. First of all, can I say this to you? You cannot have the peace of God if you are not at first at peace with God. And if you are at peace with God tonight, I don't know what's troubling you tonight, but whatever that is, God's peace can override that. He could put a song in your heart again. He could, put, he could put joy in your life again. Listen, trouble doesn't last always, y'all. Understanding this, that, 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 listen, it's easy to become destructive. It's easy to become distracted. But here these shepherds were minding their business. Imagine that. And here the angel brings good news of a great God. Can, can I tell you something? That's peace. When God will reveal himself to you, but not only that, he says, look what he says. He says, and the heavenly host was praising and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth what? See, God wants you to have his 
peace on what? But can I ask you a question? Where do people go find peace? <laughs> huh? You ain't going there? <laughs> where, where, where do they try to find peace? What do they try to find peace in? All those scenarios are there. But here's the thing. I want to tell you something. The, the next thing I believe that God's peace brings out, it brings excitement about God. It brings what? Excitement. When you're at peace with God, you're excited to be in his presence. You're excited about what he's doing. Watch this. And when the angels had gone away and, and from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let's go what? straight to Bethlehem and then and then Bethlehem then and see this thing that was happening which the Lord has made known to us yeah. see that obedience they got up see the peace of God makes you do stuff see I'm operating now listen we're scaling down in numbers right and at first I'm like I ain't doing that <laughs> I'm like, shoot, man, after Sunday, <laughs> virtual service, <laughs> wasn't that good, y'all, <laughs> okay? I'm like, Lord Jesus, what are we going to do? And God says, now, you're about to talk about peace, so here's my peace. Let me lend you a little bit of my peace. And all of a sudden, the peace of God just flooded my heart, and God says, I got you. All I want you to do is what? Obey me. If you and I were to operate in obedience, watch this, you will possess the peace of God that, watch this, that the world can't give you. But let your obedience be done in peace, not in strife. Some of us obey, you know, Jonah obeyed, <laughs> but he obeyed in strife. You know what I'm saying? There are a lot of people who say, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But here's the thing. The bottom line is, let me tell you something. The peace of God will bring your obedience. Let's go see what God is talking about. I've heard some good news. How many, any of you heard some good news? Listen, and when you hear some good news, guess what? It moves you to what? Obedience. Yes, you could sit at home. Yes. Listen, we have a schedule. We have a strategy here that, that will allow every person in this church, no matter where you are, to come into his presence at least once. At least once. So operate in obedience so, so that you can experience his peace. Are you with me? Watch this. Watch what it says next. 16. So they came and hurried. And what did they find? They what? They found Mary and Joseph and the baby as he laid in the manger. Look at that. Look at that. And when they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. Now, if you really believe this, you'll understand that God will communicate to you. And how God communicates to you right now is through the angel of the church. Just like he communicated through the angels to the shepherds. Oh, I wish I had somebody. According to the book of Revelation, the first chapter, the angel of the church is the pastor. 
But you got to be listening. And, and you have to be willing and ready to receive and then to relay that message. To respond to that message. You with me? So the peace of God brings excitement about God. But watch verse 17 and 18. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherd. You ready? The peace of God brings out your witness about God. Your witness for God. The peace of God brings out your witness. See, you can't hold. How many of you just got to tell somebody? Huh? Anybody got that? I, I got to tell somebody. You got that? I got to listen. Life. I don't know about you, but, but, but this pulpit, this, this, this church, my journey as a pastor, my journey as a preacher, my journey as a man of God, and just as a man, a husband, a father, a friend, come on somebody, let me tell you something, this is real to me. And wherever I go, come on somebody, I got to tell somebody, because they want to know where did you get that peace? That's what they're looking at in your life. Man, when you go to bed tonight, you shouldn't be tossing and turning. You shouldn't have any sleepless nights. See, the only way you have that is because you and I either were so worried and so bothered about so many things that we don't have the peace of God. Verse, verse 20 Verse 19 says, but Mary treasured, look at this, all these things, look at it, see that? What did she do? She, she, she treasured all these things. She pondered them, look at this, in her what? Man, I wish you would treasure some of the things you hear. When you hear preaching, I hope that when you're listening tonight, you're saying, Pastor, I'm hearing you, Pastor. My heart, you know, my heart, listen, listen, I had a very peaceful vacation. I really did. I really did. I disconnected, y'all. I, I, I rarely disconnect. And that's when I started to develop this thing on peace. That's when the Lord began to show me, Derek, you got to have my peace. You can't operate without my peace. You have to know how to embrace my peace. You have to stop being so busy of doing everything that you've forgotten why you're doing it. And you're doing it because you love me. Because you're obedient to me. If I'm going to do something, I have to do it with the peace of God because, you know, we got this principle about, the principle we just talked about in our staff meeting. You, you cannot approach, if you, if you are not approachable, people know it. But how many of you need the peace of God tonight? How many of you want it? Like, I know, I know, I know what's going on. But just for a moment, I want you to just bask in it for a minute. 
Just see why you got to come. It's something that's different about being online and being in the house of God. It's a big difference. But you right where you are, wherever you're watching right now here, embrace the peace of God. Stop fighting it off. You've heard the good news. You have experienced his glory. Come on. It's all there. You have obeyed. But lastly, listen to this, right? The peace of God brings praises to God. Praise is what we do. Praise is how you make your way through. Praise is how you put the devil to flight. Listen, I know you want to sit there and cry. And I know you want to sit there and be, 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 be sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. But listen, praise is how you make it through. And if we can do anything for, the, for God, it is to praise him. But when you're at peace, you can praise without any, any reservations. Praise. God inhabits the praises of his what? Of his people. Let, let me let, let me let me show let me show you this. It says they as he pondered this in, in our heart, the shepherds went back what? Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. You see it? It's in there. It's right there. It's right there. You see it? So in the midst of this pandemic, while everybody is flying off the handle, while everybody is all over the place. Some of us, what we do as far as occupation is going to be affected. All right, let's get ready. Okay, some of us, certain aspects of your life will be affected. But listen, don't let it take your peace. And then the next thing I want to talk about. Not only I want you to have, have no fear. But I want you to find joy. You with me? I want you to find joy. I want you to go to Matthew chapter 1. <laughs> I wasn't going to leave you there. Let's talk about joy for a minute. Finding God's way. Joy comes. All right? Go to Matthew chapter 1. Same story, same scenario, different writer. See it? Verse 18. Somebody read that for me. Verse 18. Mm-hmm. That means engaged. Mm-hmm. See, Joseph was a righteous man. And Joseph wanted, first of all, culturally, when a woman, if a woman would, be would, would have been pregnant before marriage, she would be stoned to death. But Joseph being a righteous man, and I want to write this, I want you to write this down, okay? Because if you're going to find joy, finding joy, 
If you're going to have joy and if you're going to finding joy but finding it God's way, write this down. God's way is not always our way. So, so you're saying, uh, well, how is God going to bring his Savior to the world? We didn't know it was going to be Mary. We didn't know this, but here's the thing. Sometimes we're, we, wanna, we want joy only when things go our way. When, only when things go our way, we have joy and peace. Talk about peace, not talking about joy. See? Like, hey, Joseph was a righteous man. We didn't know God was going to do it this way. Verse 20. But when he considered this, there it is again. What happened? Behold and what? Tell your neighbor God is going to intervene supernaturally. All right? God's way is not always our way. See, we would think that God would send his son through a different means. But here God is saying, my joy comes when you accept what I have allowed. Come on, say amen. amen. Now, can you still have joy when it doesn't go your way? Uh-oh, uh-oh, come on now. See, when you can still have joy when it doesn't go your way, it means now that you're in align you are in alignment with God's will. Are you with me? Watch the text. Verse, verse 20 and 21, God's ways, God's way always saves. That's where you get joy. God's way, second point, God's way always saves. Look at the text. What does it say? But when he considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the what? Now, let me tell you something. Whatever God is doing in you, it will be conceived by the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit impregnates you with purpose, with passion. Come on, somebody. The birth will be the fruits of the Spirit. And one of the fruits of the Spirit is what? Joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So therefore, God's way always saves but here's the thing. It always puts you in that place of purpose. Watch the text. The text says, the child who is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She'll bear a son, and you should call his name Jesus, and for he will. His people from their sins. You know, the reason you ought to have joy about that point right there is that no matter how much you mess up, 
Jesus has saved you from your sins. God's way always saves. And what I'm trying to say is this. Even when we veer off the path, God will always lead us back to the path that saves us, that restores us, that rescues us. Come on, somebody. That puts us back into that place of joy. Anybody need joy tonight? Anybody, anybody, anybody needs joy? Watch this. Watch verse 22. Verse 22 says, Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophets. You see this? Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and she shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translates what? God with us. Joy. God's ways, God's way always has God's presence. God with us means God's presence. And I thank God that the reason I can have joy, heard, in the midst of what I'm going through is because I know Emmanuel, that he is with us. And I know that if I do it God's way, tell your neighbor, the only way to have joy is to do it God's way. God's way. Come on and help me somebody. Tell your neighbor God's way. It will always be your way. God's way will save you. God's way will put you where? In his presence. It will put you right there in his presence. What God is saying, you shall bear a son. Listen, listen, listen. Not your way. Father, not my will, but your will be done. Joy. Tell your neighbor joy. The only way to have God's joy, listen to me real good. Listen to me real good. Is to do it God's way. God's way. Father, what is your way? Show me the way. Huh? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. I'm almost done. You ready? Verse 24. What happened? Verse 24. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife. You see that? You see that? But kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Write this down. God's way always requires risk. I believe what we're getting ready to do here, it's risky. Somebody told me, man, it's too early to do that, man. Don't shut down yet, man. Like, I'm like, listen, I'm doing it. Come on, I can't even. What, what, what are you doing that you're not willing to take the risk? 
Come on, y'all. Do we want to do this? <laughs> we come in week in, week out, week in, week out, and still do it our way and then don't see any results and then get mad and upset and then sit on the pew for another five years. 2022 is coming. You got to make up in your mind. You better get that T-shirt God's way. God's way. God's way will bring you joy. But it requires what? Risk. You hear me? Risk. The only way you're going to do that is if you trust God. Lastly, God's way always in that same verse. In that same verse, y'all. You ready? Write this down. And I'm done. It requires sacrifice. He said, how can I have joy? How can I have joy? How can I have joy? And I got to sacrifice? Yes. Let me ask you something. How bad do you want it? Hmm? How bad do you want it? And if you want it bad enough, God is going to give it to you because you're willing to sacrifice self. You're willing to sacrifice your will for his so that you can possess his joy. Listen, I want to show you one other thing real quick. Go to Luke chapter 10. I don't know why this keeps ringing in my heart. Luke chapter 10. <laughs> Luke chapter 10 verse 38 what does it say there see I want joy right I want peace but the question is Am I willing to sacrifice? How much am I willing to sacrifice of myself for the right thing? Now, as they were traveling along, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him to her home. She had a sister called Mary, who was seated at the what? Sacrifice. Listen, at, for a woman, first of all, in those times, for a woman to take the risk <laughs> to sit at his feet was heavy. But it tells us something. Can I ask you something? In 12 months, all that you've heard about Jesus Do you have the context so that when he does show up, you choose the good part? See? All that you've heard about Christ, all that you've heard about Jesus, are you willing now? He doesn't want you to do anything. 
all he wants you to do is sit at his feet. The text says, but Martha was what? You know why some of us don't have peace right now? Or joy or hope? Couldn't hear you. What'd you say? We're distracted. What's your distraction? Because the distraction is disrupting the peace. It's disrupting the joy. It's disrupting your hope. I'm telling you, like, like I had to go and reconnect myself, <laughs> you know, sit in the presence of God and say, God, okay, God, okay, God, okay, God. I'm letting all the stuff, these bills, there's this, there's that, this and this and that. I'm allowing these things to distract me. Anybody here? Anybody? But if I look at the track record, anybody got a track record with God? What has he done for you? Hmm? Has he done it before? Go on and say it loud like you know you can say it loud. Keep your mask on, though. What did I say? If he did it before, so what are we worried about? I believe that 2022, we as a people can change. Possessing his peace, possessing his joy. Text says she was busy, she was distracted with all her preparations, and she came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? You can tell what kind of character she had on. Huh? She's snitching. And then she trying to make her sister look bad. But you see, here's a classic example of how two people could be in the same house. And have two different beliefs. And have two different understandings. One's concerned about the right thing while one is concerned about the wrong thing. About what she thought that Jesus needed. Let me ask you something. You know what this text helps me with? God doesn't need anything from us. Nothing. Pay attention. You know what Jesus would rather you do? Sit at his feet. Come into his presence. Let us not let this pandemic cause us not to show up on Zoom. I like Facebook and I like YouTube and all that. But I like Zoom. You know why I like Zoom? Because you could be right here in my face. You could be right here and interact with me. That's what I like about that. But don't let that just be that option. Let it be your only option or your last option because you missed the check-in. Oh, I'm trying to help you. Run to his presence. Matter of fact, let's do it like when them Apple phones come out. Let's see who can reserve for the next service. 
<laughs> Let's do it like Black Friday standing outside of Best Buy waiting to get them deals. Man, if we were to run to God's house like that, He says, she left me alone to serve. Tell, tell her to help me. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried, check it out, and bothered about so many things that don't matter. You want to know why you have no joy tonight? you're worried and bothered about so many things and you don't ma- it don't even matter but only one thing is necessary for Mary has chosen the good part which shall not be taken away from her listen when you choose the good part joy peace hope will never be taken from you I encourage you tonight In our last Bible study, choose the good part, y'all. Make the right choice this year. Man, I'm going to have God's joy. I I, I understand what's going on. I know what's going on around me, but I'm going to choose to have joy. Give God a hand clap of praise, y'all.